practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. Dude. 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 Oh, I. that doesn't matter. Dude. I dooted. I dooted. Dude. I dooted. I dooted, man. Oh, I re, I re. Have a doot. Have a doot. Have a smoke. Have a talk. Doodly doot doot. Hey, who? Hey, everybody. I was just about to hit, uh, I was just about to do a Ned Flanders Jamaican jerk practice impression. Doodly doot, neighbor. Hit that hit, see how deep that cut see how that baby works at the uh where's that shitty open mic place? In New York? East, Eastville. 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 You keep East. you keep scorching Eastville and someday you're gonna need it. Oh, I need it. I need it worse than anyone on the planet. I need to throw in I need to put in my ten thousand hours in like nine days. I'll be I'll I'll be the I'll be like Dane didn't Dane Cook I, I'm not a the hugest fan of this record though. I'm no one to judge, but there's, there is some kind of record as I was on stage the longest at the comedy store. And it's like, that must have been awful. Filibustered the crowd long enough. Like Dane Cook was like, I was on stage for 12 hours. So I beat, I think Dave Chappelle's record or something. Oh God. If, if your standup sets approaching like a David Blaine magic trick, like don't do it because it's not (laughs) funny anymore. It can't be, right? I mean, maybe, maybe it's like, no, no, it's like a comedy filibuster. It's like, just shut up. You've run out of stuff to talk about. Yeah. Get off Strom gooseneck Thurman (laughs) Uh, to be in, to be in the, to uh, to be a bird on the wall. That's not a phrase. Is it to be a bird on the bird in the tree and old Strom Thurman's (laughs) peach plantation as he pinches slaves butt cheeks. That's hearsay. That's hearsay. But I think it might be true. You don't want the Thurmans coming after you. Are there? You think there's more Thurmans out there? Well, I'm sure there's a, a weeded out Thurman in his sixth year of college <laughs> <laughs> with a really thin, wispy mustache wasn't, that nobody likes. Wasn't He's Strom, still an RA? Wasn't Strom Thurman a senator for like 72 years? Isn't he still? Uh yeah, he was a. He, he was literally run. the he. The connective tissue to Democrats, oh, yeah. to like the history of Democrats <laughs> wanting to be slave owners. Right. right. He was a Democrat. Like that's how Democrats... old of a senator he is back when Democrats were mm-hmm. like, no, nah, we own people, man. And we hate Abraham Lincoln. I think, yeah, like. He invented the Southern Strand. That just shows you no, how. He did not. He did not. That just shows you how um, flawed. Not that you have to be shown. There's probably a better word. Like our political system or Senate system that Strom Thurmond even was allowed to stand up and speak in the last 25 years of his senatorial run because anybody should have been able to stand up and said, no, 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 you voted for, you voted against lynching laws. You don't get to say things anymore. You lost that. Sorry. Sorry, pal. Like, how do you like, that's it. Like, I wish I was the guy I, cause that's all I'd have to do is just stand up and go, no, no, no. Lynching laws. Sit down about just, your, cause his, just, he, yeah. yeah. Throw that pie in his face. This is your racist pie, you piece of shit. Shut the fuck up. But remember, everybody's like, no, no. Strom Thurmond married his black maid. It's like, that doesn't give you a pass. And that might have been made up in my head. I might have had a dream about that. <laughs> <laughs> Something Mrs. Thurmond, the former maid. <laughs> Didn't you guys hear that? I don't know why you would 
be up to date on your on your Strom culture. <laughs> Southern but, racist. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I I I knew. I I don't. I I don't. It's all those oldie senators. Term limits. That's what I'm getting to. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not up to date. Uh, well, didn't he? He died in like 1998. Okay. Yeah. I see. I still thought he was alive and still kicking. Oh no. Still filibustering. No, he was like what 98 when he died. Like everybody showed. Every living president showed up to his funeral, which is absurd. That's so absurd. Let him. Somebody shoot that man in the gut, like George <laughs> Munson or whoever the name is. What was his name? George Wallace. <laughs> That's true. They should have just they should have just let people show up and shoot his corpse if you want. <laughs> yeah, one. That would have been amazing. That should be, yeah, like that. You know what? I'm surprised that's not like an American political tradition. Is like when your political rival dies, you get to shoot his corpse in the casket. You get to desecrate his corpse in front of your fans. <laughs> so you just see like uh, a young or an old minty. Uh, I don't know. Um, James Madison waltzing up to Aaron Burr's corpse and shooting him in the thigh. Just dropping trout and shit right in his face. <sighs> Good day to you, sir. But it's a gentlemanly, of course, they make it. Yes. He puts up a screen. <laughs> oh, he has, yeah, he has his little fopply boys. I don't think that's a thing, but he has his little, little White House bathing minions. I don't know why I'm going after Madison. <laughs> I don't You're taking it to James Madison. <laughs> Damn. He's got to come in. He was like the last American politician to wear pantaloons or something. Like everybody's like, we wear long pants now. He's like, I don't. Mm-mm. He let the don't. White House burn. He let those Brits burn the White House down. I know. And his, But his wife made a hell of an iced cream, as I recall. <laughs> now you can get it in any Spanish bodega in little cup form. Was that the little mamitas? That's actually Do- Dolly Madison's, the mamita? Yeah, those are Dolly Madison's special creams. Original <laughs> creamed water. And, <laughs> but you lift the tab. I can't imagine how many how many guys like in Sunset Park, Brooklyn, because like, I think I was the only one that lifted the tab because underneath the tab of your ice cream it said, Dolly Madison was the fifth first lady of the American presidency. She saved the famed portrait. And it's like, just give me my give me my ice milk, Dolly. <laughs> and my... Well, my 99 cent treat. And my King Cobra. It's hot in Brooklyn. <laughs> it's hot here today in Brooklyn, speaking of. Too hot. At the AC, huh? Henning is uh, sensitive to weather, I'm finding out. Oh, yeah, don't get him heated. He's from the Pacific Northwest. Which isn't hotter than New York, I found out, tersedly today. (laughs) No, Hans. We're more moderate. (laughs) More temperate. (laughs) He told me it was mild, but in a very hot manner. (laughs) (laughs) Don't kill the messenger. I don't like the extremes, no. No, I mean, only freaks like extremes. <laughs> right? So. I love this hot desert weather. Well, get out of here, you snake. I don't know. What do you have tuberculosis? Like, <laughs> 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 or like the people who like love the frigid. Like, I like a nice cool bedroom to sleep at night. But <laughs> Oh, really? But, but I don't, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I like the nice. Ooh. Come on in. The sheets are cool. (laughs) (laughs) 
let me heat them up for you. What are you, a penguin? <laughs> uh, but uh, no, no thank you to um, to Icy Temps. I mean, I feel like that's a given, but there's probably somebody <laughs> out there who who likes a little ice on their beard, you know? I would prefer the cold to the, like, especially in New York. Like, I would take fall, winter. Oh, definitely. Me too. The fact that you guys have a heat wave and it's just the middle of June, June, like, that sucks. And it hasn't been, uh, it hasn't been, it's been either, yeah, the city might explode. It's been either heat wave or gray rains. Yeah, we haven't had just a nice... Him. We haven't had a nice Portland day in New York, Mr. Quick Spring. You had the gray rains. That sounds Portlandy. It does, yeah. Come come mellow in the gray rains. <laughs> that's like a, that's a that's a type of incense. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, you want the Cobains or the Gray Rains? Gray Rains. Was he from Portland? <laughs> Seattle. Oh, Seattle. Same Aberdeen, diff. Washington. How dare you? Aberdeen? Aberdeen, Washington. Oh, you know what? Yeah, yeah, you're right. I I feel like I heard that somewhere recently. How dare you? Portland or what are you voting for, uh, Casey? Seattle or Portland? If in a in a fight, in, in a, a win, in a fist fight, who has the grayer reins? I mean, I prefer Portland, but I have I have not been to Seattle. I loved Portland when I went. Okay, I've been to neither, and I'm going Portland. For the gray rains, as you should, <laughs> and start my soothing morning meditation radio show. Welcome to the gray rains. With Coming up next, we got a little Shannon Hoon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Even, they had a song. They had a song similar to that, right? No, life rain. is pretty plain, and I like I the duty do. rain. I like the gray rains. I mean, it, it's either a Shannon Hoon song or a a James Taylor song, and I vote for Hoon. I don't need, like, <laughs> I knew Martin Luther King, and Wednesday was a gray and rainy marn. Get out of here, Taylor. Go bet a, go, I was just going to say, go bet a white, and I don't know why. <laughs> I will. I always do. <laughs> He just seems like a it, no. He doesn't. He seems like a really good guy. I was just about to call James Taylor a racist, and there's no. Not only is there no evidence towards that, there's only evidence against it. Strom Thurmond's rolling in his grave that you compared him to James Taylor. Maybe I'm thinking of the He's running no back. Strom Thurmond. Wasn't there a running back, James Taylor? Uh, why are you looking at me, Casey? No. There, I I don't. I'm sure, probably, yeah. And it was James Taylor's son, because he doesn't just lay with the whites. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's how, when you put it that way, it sounds, well, when you put it anyway, but it does sound very Klansian. We're here to say, to declare. Man, they don't sound like that. They're, they're way chumpier <laughs> than that. But they would <laughs> say, we only want to lay with the whites. We want to take back what's ours. Stop. People from sucking on corn, our corn. <laughs> Sounds like something <laughs> something they'd say about their crops, you know? The one guy at the clan meeting who just cares about, like, trade issues. 
<laughs> What's what this about race my bullshit? subsidies? <laughs> That's and that's the worst one because that's the guy who like masks it. That's the guy in Washington who masks his racism politically. Our subsidies are hurting in Burrowsville, Mississippi. Wink, wink, chimp, chimp, <laughs> <laughs> chimp, chimp. I don't know. I got, I got, I got. Uh, it's a secret Brit. I'm spilling. You think chimp, chimp is a Brit? Yeah, I guess chimp, chimp is a Brit thing. Get him, undercover Brit. Undercover Brit. That's a new show coming out on NBC. It should be. It doesn't. It's not too far from the. Not too far off the pale there. Thunderdome. So like, do you think? Okay, a show about an undercover Brit, like the Americans, except like the Americans during the Cold War, except they're left over from the Revolutionary. Oh, trying br- to infiltrate American life. That's a gr- in the time of the Civil War. That's a great idea for a show because I bet there were British spies during the Revolutionary War. Ratty teeth. No, I think there there's like there are some conspiracy theories that that the Brits and the French wanted to secretly back the South, like they helped fan mm. the flames. Oh, you're talking about Civil War? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hen was going rev. He's going rev. Well, he's a sleeper agent, and is he's been his family has grown up since the Rev War, but now they're, they're in the time of Civil War. Do you think they would have made it? Yeah, do 1812. War of 1812. Yeah. Civ versus Rev, what wins? That's a war? Yeah. If war is fought? Civ, <laughs> definitely. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Civil War is the best. Not best being, Civil War is the most interesting war ever waged. And I'm not being biased because I'm American. Don't give me that shit about Serbia or wherever you want to f- throw at me. I don't buy it. Oh, World War One is good. Not good, but interesting. Number two is, is that's interesting. They're all, um, never mind. This conversation goes zero. I like all wars equally. I, I don't want to hurt any wars feelings. Yeah, exactly. Just a, just a, just a helmet with a, or it's it's just a a soldier with a spike on his helmet with a single tear coming down. (laughs) What about my war? It's the helmet itself as a character. Just the helmet with a Mm -hmm. tear or helmet with, that would be, it'd be like that uh, cartoon with MC Hammer shoes. Just, uh. the rev, they got the tricorner. Right. Oh, that's a, there's an adult swim show. War hats. (laughs) Yeah. Is there been a hat-centric cartoon in the way that, like, the Brave Little Toaster was all appliances? Well, you'd have to give hats little filia or legs or something, right? Cilia. They're walking around on... They could float around like stingrays. Oh, yeah, true. Or they could walk around faceless people. Right, the hat becomes the face. They, They just have faceless vehicles below them. Or the hats merge with their human, but there's an evil, like, and they're like, uh, I don't, they can merge with their human, but somehow you have to have a villain who, like, like a pod person, like, takes over the human. What if it's shot like a, just shot from the forehead up? Yeah, exactly. So they're all on human, (laughs) human bodies, but you never see below the brow line. Yeah. Like a. Like Muppet Babies, you never see the adults above the Just those knees. greasy legs, yeah. Yeah. Muppet Babies was a great cartoon. I was... They just... <laughs> anytime they got to talk, they just 
bounce in disembodiedly and start yapping at each other. The humans don't move except to transport them into the shot. That's yeah, they're it. just they're beasts of burden. They're labor. We're just the labor. Just has to be called hats. Exclamation point. <laughs> hats. Next on hats. One would be called Brimston. That would be like the proper hat. And then you have Fitly and uh, <laughs> Truck Trucker. Get out of here, Trucker. You're just recasting the movie Cars in hat form. I've never seen the movie Cars, yeah. but every time I see an iteration of it or am reminded of it, it makes me so... I guess it's not. it doesn't make me angry, but I'm just like, that's like a Simpsons bit or something. It's so stupid. Like, like I'm sure maybe, and it's Pixar. I always see at the end, like brought to you yeah. by Pixar Studios. I'm like, so it must look cool. But the guys at Pixar are have created very smart and witty cartoons. But um, you know what? I bet Cars has grossed the most money for them out of all of them. You know, I think that might be true because they they're going. It's not Toy Story like trilogy yet but they're going for it they have a third one coming out it's the most they're pushing it the hardest right now oh i've had someone tell me the plot just recently all the plot holes to cars 2 that movie sucked i'll stand up for cars as still what about planes better than most other movies any other studio has put out but cars 2 was pretty eh, lame what so cars just cars 1 is Pound for pound, better like, than the average movie. That's what Henning The said. average CG animated flick from DreamWorks or whatever else. Imagine. What Sony, about whatever. the what about the little yellow shitbag things? Minions. Minions. <laughs> what about the secrets of Nim? That's not CG. That's not CG. They need one. That that cartoon scared the bejesus out of me. I'd love to see that. Tom, oh yeah, re, a redone Rats of Nim. Oh my God! Before before I forget. <laughs> Since you were talking about um, shows, I actually put a note for a show idea, and this is a good idea. So the name of the show is called Bad Sketch. All right? Mm-hmm. This is yeah. like a real pitch. Centers around three dudes who have a podcast. No, 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 no. But what do you... So the name of the show is Bad Sketch. What do you... Uh-huh. I'll, I'll give you guys a, a guess at, at the concept. It's a bad sketch show. It's just, yeah, like they're three comics trying to make it, or however many comics trying to make it in the sketch world. You guys aren't thinking what's hot right now. Bad sketch. I don't know. Sketch, it's street street performer artist guys, isn't it? No, caricaturist. Once I tell you, guys are gonna go. Whoa! <laughs> no, you're not. But you're <laughs> <laughs> once I tell you, I think you're gonna. You, you might go. It's a good idea. So it's a show. The show takes a sketch, a sketch group, and a sketch that fails on stage. Mm. Uh, think jerk practice, uh, General uh, uh, Sherman Tecumseh's shoes, right? <laughs> takes a bad sketch, films it doing poorly on stage, but then they throw money, writers, props, lights, directors, and actors at the sketch, mm. and then at the end of the show, you see if the sketch succeeds on stage. Oh, so it's kind of like a, a, a home rescue, but it's like a Hans Freiwald sketch comedy rescue. Exactly. Right. It's like a reality show. 
Yeah, it's like a reality, like the boy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Makeover show. Pimp my sketch. But it will literally be like we do George. uh, We do General Tecumseh's shoes. It fails, and then at the end, (laughs) it has George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Leonardo (laughs) DiCaprio, as written by Charlie Kaufman, directed by uh, uh, um, the Godfather guy. And see yeah. if it works. And it might not work. But they might get some free laughs. It would, just it would get funnier. Right. Just by just because of production. Hmm. And if you, if you directed that sketch with actual actors, like we've seen a few of our sketches performed and directed not by uh, any of us. Right. And it's been a fun experience to see like a real mm. actor and a real director like oh. break it and to mm. see it done like serious. Sure. I mean that time Ashley took one of our sketches and put it on stage with her actual troupe of actors. Yeah, that was that was neat. And the time Mitch performed was that what were you talking about? Cuz our, our jerk practice member Mitch also performed an older sketch that he was never involved in writing and doing and performed it with a non-jerk practice member. That might be the same thing. And it was fun to see that other jackass playing my part. Piece of shit. He was good. I'm just kidding. I, I can put that up. I have it. I have a no, tape. I was talking was more really about good. more about when Ashley took it and made it legit. Like it was a silly sketch before, but then Ashley gave it to real actors. Not that Mitch isn't. Mitch is a good actor. Mitch is a great. Mitch actor. wasn't in Ooh, that one, but he Mitch was still, in a different one. He's still playing it for like a sketch. I imagine whereas. I don't want to fight at my wedding now because you know Mitch is going to be there in two weeks. He's going to act your ass into the the hooski. <laughs> I would say uh, in all seriousness, without a doubt, I've talked about this on the podcast. Ooh, uh, there's it's it's up there, but I would say Mitch was probably the is is the best actor in the jerk practice as a member i i only say i'm only on the fence a little bit because of megan g megan gerlach what about uh what about g stone greg stone (laughs) i didn't mean for that to come out like that uh but i think i think that uh that might be your answer I just I had to say it, and I loved that that was your reaction. Uh, Greg's a good actor. Greg's a great actor. Uh, all right, I can't. I don't today. I don't today. I made a promise to myself not to lie. Got you, bitch. But <laughs> uh, Greg would be a great actor, but uh, and and without Greg, just didn't learn his lines. That's all. That's and and you know what's interesting is oftentimes. Uh, Mitch didn't. You, Mitch learned his lines. This is interesting because Mitch learned his lines. He's just, I don't know. He's a trained actor. He has a degree in acting. So Mitch also knew. Mitch, Mitch, would you say it's fair that Mitch, um, he definitely learned his lines, but he was more focused on like, like character, like what the character is. So even yeah. when, that's why I say he was the best actor of the group because he just knew his character. So even though he could like deliver the lines like 50% of what was written and he still got 
the laughs with each of the new lines he added. He, or mm-hmm. he was too like he's tr- like trained like he is his mind is conditioned. Like our time frame with the material wasn't ever long enough for him to properly, in my opinion, just because Mitch and Ashley were in the same program at different years and just watching how Ashley would break down a script. Yeah. And like pick it apart and like find the beats and then like Mm -hmm. suss out character through all of that and like finding your own version of that. I just think. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, Mitch could, like, if we gave him two days, he'd figure it out. Yeah. But it would get better the longer he got with it. Sure. Like, the right. longer he stayed. Like, when we did B-Squad, like, what he did with Michael Vincent Saint Saint was so funny. It was just so fun to do that every week because we'd find something new. Right. Whereas uh, in the opposite direction... Hey, you know we didn't introduce the podcast, by the way? Not this time, before it got boshed before. We, I thought we weren't yeah. going to... You got boshed whilst talking about a bosh. <laughs> right? By the Don't call down the, the must cops. thunder. I can... Uh, Tenny was telling me... Uh, what's his name? Adrian Musk? I don't even, I don't even <laughs> respect him enough to know that fucker's name. Uh, <laughs> Angela Musk? And, <laughs> that, and John Musk? From now on... No more listing. If you get listed, you go by the first name of Angela. Angela <laughs> Gates, Angela Musk, Angela Danza, because I heard he was mean to women. Angela, Angela Harvey. Thurman. Angela, Angela, there's probably an Angela Thurman out there spicing up a tree or something. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, what was I going to say? Angela Musk. Oh, and like, he literally... Angela you could, Danza, that's really good. That, that That's the name seeing, of a sketch crew. I'm seeing the show right now. Right? Angela Danza? Here, on this week's Bad Sketch, it's Angela Danza. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great name. Um, We're, they're getting extinct. Fewer fewer and fewer people are going to get that reference. Yeah, I know. And, and you know I what? I just watched that episode of Community where Abed takes that... Who's the boss class? And I was like, this <laughs> yeah. is really funny, but goddamn, it's almost inaccessible for anybody sure. younger than myself. Yeah, that's a grip. Yeah, we're losing it. We're losing it. Um, uh, I was going on a Musk train, but then we're talking. Who- oh, I was going to say along with that's a good sketch name. I feel like the actually the sketch wave has crested somewhat. I think so. Right. When we yeah. were, uh, maybe right not, right not, maybe not right when we got to New York, but certainly within the first five years, I feel like even in a sketch group, I was like, fucking too many sketch groups. I'd, we're in a sketch group and I'd be at a, at a, like an open mic show and I, they'd be like, up next, like it'd be like a stand up show. They'd be like, up next, you know, uh, Donnie the Tool Tool Man Taylors are coming up, and I'm like fucking sketch group. Jesus, it doesn't work in the format, all right. And then it'd be like, and next the jerk practice. I'd be like, well, we can't do a sketch now because they took our idea for you know toilet bowl salesman for boshing a stand up show. We tried though. We can only be the ones who bosh it. Should have been. Should have been us, man. Should have been us. Uh, but. Oh, you were telling me about Angela Musk's 
he actually lands a rocket ship on his remote control boat, Man, right? Isn't that what he's most been most fam- I hope Hyperloop, I guess, and the Solar Wall, and uh, but mostly he's the Falcon Nine. He did that amazing space flight where a reusable rocket shot up and then landed back down on his remote controlled geostationary uh, drone bar. What did he bring? Ocean. Oh. What did he bring back from space, man? Why's it got to be on a barge? Well, no I, I was I took that wrong. I thought that was like kind of how he traveled daily, like <laughs> rocket to his barge and then helicopter <laughs> to his island, or That'd be you awesome. know, <laughs> that would be awesome. he could. Pretty slow. Would you guys ever? Would you guys ever? I don't know what models are out there, but somebody said, I got the number one, I got top model for Jetpack. Would you, would you, they'd be like, and you want to give it a go? Would you do it? The, the top model of Jetpack? Like, I have the latest model of the Jetpack that you put on your back and you fly around. Henning, want to take it for a I spin? I got the Spicy Thurman T9. It's the hottest new model. Would you take it for a spin? <laughs> I got to see the YouTube videos of it being successfully fly- flown before. I'm not going to just trust. You wouldn't just trust. If I've just... never heard of it, then no, I'm not going to strap it on my back. Phil, as he's filling it with gas at a BP <laughs> station. Come on. <laughs> Hop, I don't think I on. would. I, I just, do I don't no. think. No, thanks. I'm sure it would be fun. I just don't trust that shit. <laughs> I just, I just know myself on like a motorbike. I've I've given it too hard of a throttle and have ran through a garage door. <laughs> oh so, yeah, uh, I've rolled <laughs> rolled a mini bike. Uh, can't tell you how many times. Right. So uh, if you have uh, a jetpack, you just give it one hard pump, and you're like, "Oh, I'm going up," and then you just take <laughs> one direct dive down into, you know. Oh, totally. A tree. Yeah, the wipeout. I'm not talented enough in those situations. Like I got to be close to the ground. Yeah, because I'm, I'm I'm rolling it or crashing at some point. Jetpack, yeah, you're right. One thing goes wrong, and it's like I'm a hundred feet higher than a human can survive a fall. <laughs> exactly. I, I'm thinking about like I, even when I was like up on. Remember when there was that stilts craze, like <laughs> mid, like <laughs> late eighties. <laughs> maybe it was only at the Frywald home, but like I we had, had like six pairs of stilts. I did have stilts. I didn't know it was a craze though. My dad made me some. Stilts. Oh, yeah, oh, I got you. Yeah, those like the two by four ones where they exactly. just screw a a little mm-hmm. wedge on it. And yeah, you get up. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, okay, gotcha. So we had a set of stilts, and I got up on it, and you wouldn't think it because you're only you know like two feet up. You, I messed myself up on a pair of stilts, like just or a pogo stick. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't oh, go on a pogo that. stick today. God no, hit a pebble or something. We had one that we got with Mountain Dew bucks. It was a green Mountain Dew pogo stick. <laughs> you know what? Speaking of Mountain Dew, I was I was out of town. I was down south, and out of respect to the south, I had a half a swig or a, actually I had a nice tumbler full of red, white, and dew, baby. Or oh, do, God, do that, SA, I should say. Do SA. <laughs> it was so tasty sweet. But like I had just the perfect amount with a nice ice cube in it, nice and chilled. That it's, That's all you need. And I was telling Henning, could never take a whole bottle. Like it's really, really sweet. It's much sweeter than dew. Because it's a mix of three different Mountain Dews, correct? The white. Mm-hmm. Rob, yeah. <laughs> First and the, foremost, yes. it's got the land. Yeah. It's oh, got it's, the land with the white. Say Mountain Dew. Land with the whites, 
<laughs> the blue flamingo and the uh, red Monday. Rockets red glare. Rockets red glare. <laughs> they mix it all together. Uh, so it's like a purpley, blistery. Yeah, you right. described it right. It's a blood blister. And they called it. Ugh. They called it democracy because everyone voted on it, right? To mix those three flavors. You're holding on to me. I didn't know any more information than just it caught Secret my... segment? Secret segment? Secret segment. Secret <laughs> segment. I was, just, I was just thinking it was the perfect analogy for the failure of dem- democracy, right? Dumocracy. Dumocracy. <laughs> Everyone gets their... No one gets what they want. They just get a mishmash, a muddy blood blister mishmash of what... That Everyone is the melting pot for. that is the American dream pie. <laughs> a little a stalemate. little high fructose Trump syrup. Yeah, we need <laughs> someone to <laughs> cut through the bureaucracy. Make America great again. <laughs> I want my do green. Like, like I like my money. Like God intended. You think... Donald Trump? Ha- oh, what does Donald Trump drink? He drinks something incredibly stupid. Is it just Coca-Cola or something? <laughs> he does. He has a button. And that's, of course, like, that's the... the like f- a Coke Zero? He has something. He has a button for something, right, Henning? Fresca. Fresca. No, that was Johnson. Squirt? Ruby Fresca. Red Squirt. That's what... Oh, uh, it's amazing. That's a you- delicious soda. It is, but it was it was sweet. Very, very sweet. Fresca's... Like Fresca's too European and and uh, cosmopolitan for Trump. He's got to go with the dumb cousin squirt. Sierra Mist is he a <laughs> freaky Sierra Mist? I don't trust Sierra <laughs> Mist people. At zero, like whoever takes a Sierra Mist over a Sprite can can be called Angela for all I know. For all I can, we should be called Angela because that's he doesn't like Sprite. Sprite's a little too ethnic. Oh yeah, Angela Trump. Sierra Mist, that's that's for the if you want to lay with the whites, enjoy a nice Sierra Mist. <laughs> I let's let's make a pact that when whoever the first one to meet Donald Trump is, you gotta slip an Angela in there. Nice to meet you, Angela Trump. And you go, What? <laughs> Angela Trump? You gotta you gotta get it out quick because you know, eventually if you get you know, it's always one of those things where you think it'll be funny, but then the person calls you on it and then gives you a hard stare call on it. Like, oh, yeah. you know, it's like, uh, I, I'm trying, you know, you slip in like, um, I, I, I don't, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like when you're so trying to be snide again. and funny and then the they S just call you says on what? It. Yeah. And then they go, what'd you, what'd you call me? And then you either, you have two options and, and either, neither are good. You say S, um, I called you an asphincter. Or you can go, I, I didn't do nothing. Ugh. That's the only thing that ever happened. That worked in the movie, and there's a whole generation of dumb kids who tried to do that to people, and they went, did, what did you call me? You just called me an ass? Exactly. I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> I remember, I and, and you know what else doesn't work is the through the drive through thing. And now as an adult, you just, you know, why do that to another human being, especially somebody who... You know, might not have the best job ever. Happy meals. Get a meal. (laughs) I remember I did it once, and the guy was just like, "Just keep driving past the window, please." Just so dejected. The microphone. That's great. (laughs) Didn't want to deal with you. Why would he? I wouldn't either. 
that's when you know, like as an adult, someone does it. You're like, yeah, pull ahead, and when, when they pull up, you go, "I couldn't fucking hear you." Drive around again. What What would you like? Or just spit in their car. Just spit in their car. <laughs> spit in his face. Get it back. What are you going to do? Get fired from Burger King? You'll get hired by McDonald's or another Burger King, or you'll just get written up, or you'll at least make the paper, or Burger King will <laughs> pay you to silence you about man what really spits happened. Man spits in the car. Burger man spits in car. It's like I saw that uh, there was some. You know what's crazy is last night they had this guy. Um, he started Infowars.com. Oh, Alex Jones. Alex, Alex Jones. Jones. He was on network TV. Cause this on is how, Father's Day. On Father's Day. This is how stupid, hmm. um, like, I, I heard this on something. Like, why would more liberal media outlets or responsible media outlets give Alex Jones the time of day on primetime network TV on a Sunday? Do you think Fox News would ever have name somebody more left-wing that they would give them, like, the... FaceTime or the Noam. publicity. Oh, Noam yeah, Chomsky. like a Noam Chomsky. Yeah, like Noam Chomsky. Yeah. Yeah. You think they'd ever go? Let's have an hour with Noam Chomsky. Fuck no. But yet at. they gave Alex. But even Jones that's an hour. not a good well, analog because Noam Chomsky's sensible, right? Was um, like Alex Jones is a shameless fucking snake oil salesman. He said he got sued by. I was getting at this because he got sued by Chabani because just he just spurred it out the same way like. Burger King spits in car. He was like, Chobani has sex with yogurt. And they were like, you, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. And he was like, I'm sorry I said Chobani has sex. It's like, I don't know why they had him on because he wins regardless. Yeah, exactly. Megan Kelly's not a strong enough journalist to like, and neither is fucking NBC. They're not going to have him on and then scorch him. They tr- I, I actually watched it. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have given him the rating, especially since I have a Nielsen box in the home. But, uh, Dude. Nope, gotcha, dude. See, that's one of those gotchas that's like, that's not a got. That was what's not a thing. I just wanted to upset any listeners that was like, no, don't give Jones the time, man. But don't. He's- Why? And he's such a fuck. Like, he, but he won. Even though she was like trying to get him about he- the Newtown, uh, Sandy Hook thing and all this stuff, like, he was just dodged it. And they even tried to, I was like, once you watch enough of those, you can see how they try and edit it together to even make somebody look more tyrannical is yeah. not the word, but erratic. They couldn't even edit that shit together because he's so out there mm. that all he did was make him all it did was make him look more interesting to the viewer that doesn't right. know who he is and somebody that just want. And they showed him being crazy on his show to somebody that's just like, I want to watch a crazy show. I want to watch a crazy person. Right. So and he gets more was he crazy there. on on live television probably not so he looks sensible and then it looks even more like what he said was taken out of context right even though he said like they're growing babies and cows and like you know the chemtrails make you gay like crazy shit like actual fucking crazy nonsense pizza gate he said a bunch of democratic politicians yeah he had to apo- no he had you know what he had to apologize because he implored his listeners to go out and take action at these democratic pizza boy sex havens and one guy did he Damn. went out and shot up a pizza joint that one guy uh, it's a comet comet pizza yeah yeah exactly so he had to apologize and then when megan kelly was like was that a real apology he's like 
Well, he just dodged it. That was that was all. That's what he does. He's so smooth. Supplements. All he's all he's fat in the face, but all like but beefed out like Joe Piscopo because he <laughs> sells all those supplements. Oh yeah, he's making crazy money off of just these nonsense like doomsday prepper mm, type right. shit. Yeah, exactly. And then when you when you call him on it, he just pretends. Oh, that was a character. I'm not really like that. But wasn't Megan? He's not. He's not like that. I guarantee you, he's not like that in real life. Oh, you think he's a, a a foppy? A fop? I think he's worse. He's like a terrible... He puts on this fucking crazy persona to make money and fucking mm-hmm. lie to people. He's like Tom Cruise from Magnolia. Yes, exactly. He, uh... Larry the I don't think guy. he believes any of the shit he says. I heard Larry the Cable Guy's a good dude, though. I think his name's like... Shit. Boshed. Larry. Angela Boshed. Got What'd you drop? Did you drop, did you drop your dew? <laughs> Alex Jones hit me with his his space ray conspiracy. <laughs> uh, you your foil hat on. Well, I thought Megyn Kelly was um so this a happened. Fox affiliate, by the way, or yeah, a she got person. fired and went over to MSNBC, right? Did yeah, she? she got fired. So this happened on Father's Day. I thought the Megyn Kelly thing happened like two weeks ago. No, she it was, it was she interviewed yesterday. Putin. She interviewed Putin two weeks ago and did the same thing. She just shit the bed on an interview with Vladimir Putin. Speaking of Putin, I just lost a little respect for uh, a director I, I always liked. Not that he deserves my respect because no one does. Um, wait, does that make sense? No one deserves your respect. No one deserves. No, it's yeah, right. No one. My respect isn't. To be, yeah. My respect doesn't matter. Nobody should feel the need to have my respect because who gives a shit? But um, uh, respect me. I hate that. <laughs> no one no, should. No live. one needs. No <laughs> one needs respect from anyone. Just do your own thing and be a good person. And if somebody, you have to earn your respect. And my respect. Why try and earn it? Life is too short. So um, because you uh, don't give it ever. I, I went on down a respect spiral. <laughs> I don't even know where I am. Respect. Or who was I talking well, now about? I want your respect. Who was I talking about? Uh, the director. Uh, you were going to talk about Oliver Stone, I think. I was going to talk about Oliver Stone, who's a... He's in collusion, man. He's, he With made Putin? a documentary about Putin, and he was on Stephen Colbert. So, you know what? This is very out of context, because I just saw snippies, but uh, he was adamantly defending... Vladimir Putin as like a powerful nationalist and he's been through a lot. I heard that. So may it could, you know what? It could be out of context, but it seemed very, seemed just odd. Don't you think it seemed like it seemed straight up? Like he had a animated hat on that was controlling his words. Well, think about that Netflix series he had after hearing about that. I went back and that uh, documentary like was very like, kind to the russians in the whole history of like the 20th century you mean the hbo documentary right that was that yeah that yeah. series yes. oh, was it hbo the one he did about the history of the united states or whatever i think it was called yeah the history of the united states of america it was originally hbo but it, you can stream it on netflix i think now yeah i watched you're yeah. absolutely right um and i didn't think that at first and now after this it's like i because i don't know like if it's true or not but I was like, "Are you in the bag for <laughs> like Olavinsky Stonis Kitnaya?" 
But that's the thing. He all of those documentaries he makes, he couldn't make in Russia. Right. You know what I mean? Like he does, he wouldn't have that freedom. So, and I'm not dogpiling on Putin. I don't, I haven't done the research, but I'm just saying very, like just what we know, like you have to be more responsible. Like if you're Oliver Stone, right? Like he's, he's a pretty great leader. It's like he'd throw your ass in fucking jail. Right. Like it's illegal to be a homosexual in Russia. Like take it easy. He kills uh, his opponents. Like it's not. Sure, he's powerful and strong and nationalistic, but are these good things that we want to uh, hold up? Does that make the man good? Nah. I don't. I, I don't. I don't know. I I don't think. So. Well, I mean, from what we know, he murders people and murders frowned upon. You know, <laughs> so I guess that's all you need to know. Uh, but although you know, presidents have always murdered people too, man. Drone strikes. Obama's the biggest murder. Obama should be in the cell with Manson, man. <laughs> We're going by body count. We need a we need a uh, photoshopped image of Obama in the Manson family. <laughs> send it send it to Infowars. <laughs> There's a crazy clip. I'll have to put it on the blog, which I'm behind on. Sorry, all you blog lovers out there. Don't sweat uh, it. Uh, I'm not sweating. I'm, I'm going to get it up. I, in fact. I put a thing on you guys uh, at the end of, oh, I don't want to give it away, but there's a special, I'll, maybe I'll bleep this, but I put something on the end of one of the last episodes that's a secret code word that if you send it to us on Facebook, you get a free piece of Dr. Toilet memorabilia. You don't even have to send a self-addressed stamped envelope. You know what? I don't remember what that word is. I mean, I can go back and listen, but none of us are going to go back and listen. So nobody's going to get a sweet Dr. Toilet. Dr. Toilet memorabilia? Yeah. And it could be something sweet. Could be a set of shoelaces. (laughs) A couple dog's teeth. (laughs) Could be, uh, yeah, could be some some of that special dirt vomit from a couple episodes (laughs) ago. If you put in the special word, I promise to send you an envelope full of vomit in a Ziploc bag. Wait, but do you think you can send vomit through the mail? If it's wrapped well enough, sure. Put it, you, I'll empty out a can of peanut butter or put a hole in the peanut butter, put some dog vomit in there and send it to you. Oh, I can't wait for that unsuspecting you know, mail inspector who's like, oh, I just found some stoner boner trying to send some weed. Oh, it's just a bag of puke. <laughs> can you imagine? Oh, man. You got it coming. That's what it, uh Yeah. Uh, I guess it could technically be considered a biohazard. Yeah. Put the sticker on there. If you were sick. Isn't all vomit sick? Sick. Sick, bro. That prank was sick. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Sick in the Mountain Dew sense. So, hey, you know what? Since marijuana is legal in California, right? Is it? Is it? It is, right? Not yet, officially, no. No, okay. I don't think so. Since marijuana is legal in Washington. Mm-hmm. And, and, it's, and Oregon. And in Oregon. Can you send a packet of weed from Washington to Oregon through the mail? Hmm. I don't know. That's why you need me on the bills, man. Hans Thurman. <laughs> <laughs> arguing arguing weed over state borders they may, laws. You may get in trouble for it, though. 
even though it's from one state. Because it's federal, right? Right, then it might become a federal Yeah, issue. I think it may fall under the the blanket of the law that doesn't yet allow it. That's what you got And do. what if technically the package goes to a a hub that's outside of those two states? Right. I don't know why it would, but... Oh, well, all right. You know what I mean? If it goes from yeah. Oregon to Idaho, then to Washington, then you would be breaking the law. Yeah. So is if marijuana is... Like, so because the two states are together, so marijuana is legal in Iowa, right? It is? I don't think so. Is there only the two states? There's more. Alaska. Alaska. Colorado. 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 So say you're sending from Washington to Colorado. Obviously, it's going over more states now, for Uh sure. So The the Sioux Reservation in South Dakota, they officially legalized it. Mm. Tribal land. It's legal in South Dakota. So many grossies are going to... Like, not... As if it couldn't be worse with the reservation. Now you have to have those fucking scumbags. Like, not only do you want cheaper cigarettes, now you got to come here and smoke a blunt over this line. <laughs> um, what you you could really make a name for yourself then, if you were the first person to try and then you fight it to try and send it, get arrested, put that f- green fist up in the air and fight the man, and then it'll be called the Kashi Law. You know, about being able to send weed from weed state to weed state. As long You'll as be right up there with right up there with the Brady down. Bill and Angela's passing or whatever the <laughs> missing girl law is. As long as it doesn't touch down in a non weed state. Even a non weeder. As long as the package isn't opened. I don't know, is there me is it federal property? Like there may be some legal like the drug entering the the mail facility is federal property, and if that's not allowed, yeah, they could get you. You can't have weed in an airport, even in Portland. I knew that. They have, like, receptacles where you can drop off your weed before you go through check-in or whatever. Yeah, it's my backpack, bro. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> they really do. They really do. So I wonder how that works, because why wouldn't people just hang out there by... The receptacle, right? I think all airports have that type of just, like, it's a receptacle for whatever. Like, throw it in there. You won't get in trouble. Oh, really? Loaded gun? I feel like I saw one in New York the last flight we took out of New York City. I mean, it makes sense. It gives you that out before you, you know, really get in trouble for something, you know? You have a little bit Right, and I think it's for something like that. Like, it's so prevalent. I think it's mostly probably for pot or, like, if you have a knife. Right, or, uh, and, you like, know Like, just what? throw it in here before you get arrested because you're going to go to fucking jail, jail, if you get caught in the airport with it. And it'll slow everything up, you know? Like, just one yeah. person with weed is going to fucking totally disrupt the day, right? Really, it doesn't it? Because they have to take it Probably. so much more seriously. I mean, just the, the line. Whole... I flew uh, taking off your belts hard enough. Get on a plane. I flew first get class for the first time last week. What? Yeah, firsty. Ooh, I felt like Damn. a king. Flying like a king. How was it? No, it was awesome. Because easily you're way into an upgrade, or what? What happened? No, my my sister in law hooked me up. She's she she has to take the brunt of the abuse because she travels all the time. But because she travels all the time, she has like miles, and um, she got me a flight because I was going down south to help my uh, going down south because we're going down there for the wedding. So I was trying to help 
Jesse out and offering my services because he had gotten sick. And uh, I guess to give it some context, he has a winery down in South Carolina. Uh, we're all going down there, but we're going down. Meg and I are getting married down there in a couple weeks. Um, and I was just going to help. Like uh, I was like a laborer down there helping mm-hmm. spray in the uh, underneath the, the, the grapevines, trying to get rid of some weeds that have grown up since he gotten sick. Uh, so I flew first class, which is great. The seats were comfortable. It was a quick flight. In the realm uh, of the double F fat whites, huh? I was in the realm of the double Fs. How is it? Uh, you know, it's interesting. You know, I don't drink. So everybody had a, like a nice cocktail while all the schlubs were still seating. Schlubbing There's no by, reason. Yeah. So you get to seat and then they offer everybody in first class a drink. Uh-huh. I had a cup of coffee. To, um, to enjoy the passing to enjoy it's like crowd of there's hum- and you get a little bottle of, of water but you know what are miserable passing behind society. uh and you get a you get your choice of of you get more snacks you know like you get like all the like the snacks you potentially want and you get all the your drinks refilled um what i was a little and this isn't even a complaint because it is what it is i don't like i don't give a shit i don't need it i can see why you would want it if you were flying mm-hmm. like from New York to Australia, because sure. that's just a long ass time to be in a plane. But that being said, I was a little surprised that even in first class, because I know that somebody that pays for a first class ticket, like that shit's just outrageously expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, More than double. They have Wi-Fi on the plane, but they still fucking chippy you for the Wi-Fi. Nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. No, what? Yeah. So I was like, oh, can I get the Wi-Fi password? They're like, that's $9.99. And I was like, well, then I- $10 for Wi-Fi? Then I guess I'm going to read. But it was like, that's just- I mean, and I guess, uh, all right, if you're already in first class, what's 10 bucks? But if you're already in first class paying, say, $1,500- Yeah, no shit. You can't throw a little Wi-Fi my way? And and that's that's talk about pro priv, right? That's some tip triple F fat. <laughs> triple F fat. Complaining <laughs> about the Wi Fi. Uh my flight attendant, a flight attendant, the one who uh attended me had a black eye, and the woman who sat next to me had a black eye. What? what? Two black weird. eyes. Yeah, it was weird. Two black guys? <laughs> In first class, are you kidding me? <laughs> I wasn't going to Atlanta. Bosh it. Bosh it. <laughs> um. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. That doesn't make sense. Kind of does. Kind of does if you think about it racistly. But don't. <laughs> you put your you put your Thurman eyes on. If you put your Thurman specs on. Your little racist Thurman hat. What would a racist Thurman I'll hat say, I'll say, I'll like? say. Uh... Just a swastika trucker hat? <laughs> Surrounded by two uh, Dixie flags. Somebody needs to... With a white veil. You know that... Oh, case. Uh, oh, yeah. Is that what they mean? Behind the veil? <laughs> um, Only lay with whites. Somebody needs oh, to... Whites. Who's that comedian that his thing is just to wear trucker hats with words on them? Oh, uh... uh Judah Freelander? Freelander? Judia. Somebody needs to Photoshop a Judah Freelander with a swastika trucker hat on. <laughs> That'll show him. Right? I mean, he has a comment. Take him down a peg claiming to be the greatest of all time. <laughs> greatest oh, yeah. racist. I remember that bit. 
Did it all stem from a bit, and then he just now has to wear them? I mean, the, the I've ever never actually seen him perform stand up, but from what I, I think it's that false bur- nerdy ver- bravado, right? Like Anthony Jeselnik, how he's yeah. like an egomaniac jerk off, right? On stage, his persona. I feel like Judah Freelander's like the the opposite, doofy, the opposite of self deprecating humor. Um, you know, yeah, he performs stand up all the time. I see him on all the bills. I've never seen him perform once. Me either. And now that you mention it, because he does. For those that mostly know him from Thirty Rock, 30 right? Rock. Yeah, uh, he does like stand up in New York every night, many nights, and probably pretty, yeah. pretty bait and pretty. Um, and I'm not talking like uh, Carolines or you know, like in in just the rooms in like Brooklyn and Queens or whatever. I saw him. I think his visage is Grace in the Walls of Eastville. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, they got him up there. He Speak- doesn't he doesn't want to be on the walls, but how how was it? Didn't you did you say you saw him? I saw him. He was exactly what you said, case the the nerd bravado and like uh like telling Chuck Norris jokes on the m- most badass of all time except applied to himself. That kind of bit. Hmm. Interesting. Ah, I see. Angela I Friedlander. See. Black belt in karate. Your black belt in him? I don't know. High kick. <laughs> uh, uh, did we say it's the 50th episode? I think we still did. I, I think this one's 49B. It. Oh, 49B. <laughs> cool, dude. Dudes. <laughs> In case we didn't introduce it, welcome to the Jerk Practice Cod Podcast, episode 50. Cod past? Oh, I can't hey, past, look past it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, all right. Re, re, retake. <laughs> That's not even what you say. What's it called? Retake. <laughs> Let's not take two, retake. Welcome. Total retake. Welcome to the Kirk... <laughs> Kirk Jactus. Uh, Kirk Jactus. Episode nifty. Episode nifty zero. I'm nifty. Fifty nifty ones. With me as always is Hans HK Fry. Frywald. Right here, man. And with me is sometimes Angela Van Heel. Angela Van Heel. Get out of the shower, Ange. (laughs) It's number fifty. It is number 50. We made it 50. Arbitrary. 50 big number. ones. We'll do something <laughs> bigger for the 52nd the true year anniversary. I loved counting. Do you guys remember what grade you were in where you counted by certain amounts? Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Yes. Five, 10, 15, 20, 25. Yeah. Always great at that one. Try it by threes. <laughs> Worst. Oh, the threes, huh? Three, nine, 12. <laughs> 15, 3, 6, 9, 12, 17, 15, 18, 21, 24. Go all the way 100, man. That's enough. You get the idea. No, that one's hard. <laughs> but so, No, you get the idea. So I think we were in... Your, your times tables, I guess, we, we is were the in, point of that exercise. No, never times tables. Well, it's but that's what the, that is. kind of the same practice. No, those ha- times These tables have an X in Multiples them. of three, and however many... Th- times you count the number you're counting that's if you count up to yeah if you were to chart it out it would be three numbers three times three is nine 
Well, because it'd be the third in the row. Multiples of five, multiples of three. I was getting to fives were my favorite because they're so easy. Uh, should they? Why are they easier? But they are because we're base ten numbers, I guess. Hmm. As Pythagoras got, got five fingers. Love those sevens. What's what's the idiot Greek that that went that was the five guy? Oh my God! <laughs> ask Steve. Five, ten, fifteen. Get out of here, Steve. Steve. Steve Lifus. Steve Lickus. Steve Lickus and his ability to count by fives. Get in your cave, Steve. Get, get back in your cave. <laughs> yeah, that's where Pluto, was it Pluto? No, that's where Plato's <laughs> Plato's cave theory uh, uh, kind of falls apart when all the people do finally follow him out of the cave, and you're like. Oh, these guys were the worst. They should have stayed in the cave. Look at all these multiples of fives of things that we see now. <laughs> Look! Five apples five. on a tree! <laughs> Get, all right. You you need a doorman at the cave keeping people in. <laughs> you you No, you stay. All right. Hot, hot. <laughs> Never mind. I'm going to make a sexist joke there. <laughs> but it's only sexist against Greeks. Old Greeks. Old Greeks are sex hungry. That's what I know. Aristotle Onassis. I read a book about the first time. He, it wasn't just about this. But in quite a, um, um, not philanderous, because that's not a word, but in quite the provocative, um, questionable book called Just Jackie about Jackie Kennedy Onassis's life. Um, two things that jumped out at me. The first chapter was about how she was in Dallas when JFK, well, you know, she sat next to JFK when he was assassinated and then how mm-hmm. she was the last person to be alone with his body. And then I feel like this this writer took some liberties because I think I've told you this before, Case. What was the last thing she did to JFK's body before she left? Gave it an old, gave it an old tug. <laughs> what? That's what oh, the book proposed. And then it, that she pulled this old dead dick out and gave it a old yank. Yeah, and no, uh, no, and <laughs> and this I got. This I don't. I mean, too. I know that JFK. Like, I would argue, I don't think there is anybody that's that good of a lover that if his fucking brain was blown open, you'd still be like, I still got to get a look at that dick, son. <laughs> no. It's so good. I can't say goodbye. And but it also proposed that Aristotle Onassis was so old that when he and Jackie got married, somebody reportedly walked in on her taping his eyelids up in order to conjugate the marriage. <laughs> that, it was a cra- it was a strange it was an odd biography. Couldn't I she guess. just hook up with some young buck? She's Jackie O. She spent that guy's money. I also read that uh, one of the guys after JFK, uh, after Jackie was single, after JFK was assassinated, she was out of the White House and living in her penthouse in Manhattan. Was somebody set her up with old Marley Brando, and she oh. was she was too sassy for Brando. So when she went to the bathroom, he snuck out the service entrance, just, just- ran away. <laughs> Too sassy for Marley? Too sassy for Marley and me. Uh, speaking of JFK, I actually watched, they had a Nova special. And it was that JFK assassination, like, cold case file. 
Do they shoot through the jelly? A lot of jelly shooting, a lot of wood <laughs> wood plank shooting. Yeah. Uh, no, but the one thing that was interesting that I did not know is that they had a, um, like, firearm forensic scientist, and they actually talked about the specific rifle that uh, Lee Harvey Oswald had. Man Licker Carcano? Yeah, and how the, just the, the full metal jacket of that gun was different than other other guns. I thought full metal because- jacket re- referred to just the sh- um, shell of a bullet. It, 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 yeah, it's the, the how they pack it, so there's lead on the inside and there's the metal on the outside. Okay, yeah. But the actual projectile part of most bullets, as we see, is a, a, a point. You know, it comes to a, a yeah. coned point, mm-hmm. whereas the, the projectile on that Karkinov was more of a rounded end, like the end of a Sharpie. Huh. Or like the end of the, the straight end of a candy cane, so it came up in a tube and was this rounded tube. Yeah. So it said a, a traditional bullet as it goes down the barrel, you know, follows the grooves. And as it goes out, a pointed bullet gets wobbly because the wind resistant like oh, wobbles sure. the cone. Whereas that rounded tubular end, it actually flies straighter. Hmm. So when they did the old jelly tests, yeah. it showed that it goes in straight. And there's less like distortion in the bullet. It's actually more accurate. And when it comes out, it comes out spinning like a buzzsaw. Oh, okay. So they were saying it could have been the way that it works. It could have just been, in their opinion, it was just Lee Harvey Oswald. It was just the fact that he was such a good shot and the actual make and model of this odd gun, which they don't. The ammo for this gun is not prevalent. was, Was someone actually arguing that no one could have made that shot? It was too accurate? From the distance, that that, that argument has definitely been made. Yeah, thought everyone talks about the magic bullet, like. Uh, but it is actually they show how that could actually, like they were like it was the bullet. It was just the one bullet, and that mag- went through his neck and then hit the senator, and then the second one was the one that blew his head off. And the magic bullet theory. That what was never taken into account and what was argued is the way that they set up the interior of the vehicle is that actually the jump seats, everything was moved around. So the senator, no, governor, that the governor, governor, was governor. Uh, governor Conley was actually sitting much lower than JFK in the jump seat. So when they were when they were showing the magic bullet, they had them sitting level. So it looked like the bullet had to ping down and up and around, mm-hmm. whereas Connolly was actually sitting lower. So when the bullet comes through Kennedy at an angle, it makes sense that it angles and then lands in because it just Connelly's went through wrist. the soft tissue of his neck. Yeah, and that showed that bullet has less distortion. But then when it hit Connolly's back, like his ribs, that's when it like rips and like shoots out and then hits him in the arm bone of his arm. There's that crate. There's that interesting theory about um, how, and I, you can see how that shit can happen. Although there, it just, it doesn't seem as likely that because there were so many people. But you never know because people look away. That the actual death shot, if you will, the shot through the back of the head, uh-huh. was from a Secret Service guy who just they had their uh, what, what did they have like assault rifles, right or. Some kind of heavy-duty uh, heavy gun. Two of them did, and they had to quick uh, 
arm themselves with it and then jump on the the car behind and then jump on the mm-hmm. um side runners and they're saying like yeah. one guy just fucking and they were ready to go obviously they they have their guns at the ready just took a jump on the side and accidentally hit the trigger and popped one right from behind but they were said cuz they had it's cool they had this device that was this 3D scanner so they like put it on a little cart and drove it down Dealey Plaza and did a like live scan of every possible oh, angle. Did some, mm. So that was the cool, like they could actually plot exact trajectory points. And they were saying that it's unlikely that it was the grassy knoll because the timing of the shot would have been, it would have been a harder shot to shoot Kennedy in that spot on his head from the grassy knoll than it would have been to shoot it from the book depository window. Right. It's a weird, it's weird, huh? No, it was just we were talking about Alex Jones and it was, you know, that conspiracy theory. And Oliver Stone. Oh, yeah. And Oliver Stone, yeah. Just prevails because that second hearing they admitted, that panel admitted that it's possible that it could have been conspiracy. Like, they said it and put it out there. You mean the Warren Commission? The original Warren Commission? No, it was in the 70s. Oh, oh, the Like an investigative thing that followed up. Because I was like, oh, that is scarier if it, you know, a conspiracy is like, oh, the government couldn't handle it. Whereas, like, it's scarier if some fucking guy that was a killer shot in our military defected to Russia for a while, got to come back in and just decided he hated Kennedy, ordered a gun through the mail and killed him. Right. Like, that. this guy slipped through the cracks on so many different levels. Like, it's scarier that he could just do that. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, like, a criminal conspiracy to wasn't there something like files on that case couldn't be opened for like a certain amount of years and i feel like that might have come and passed but it's like that same straight up government thing where they're like oh all right we we agreed we'll open the files after 50 years and then it's all (laughs) just blacked out except for the date right oh yeah yeah scumbag everything's redacted in there yeah Although one of my favorite parts about cons- the, con- the whole conspiracy angle is that whole, like, George Bush worked for the CIA. Oh, he yeah. He was in Dallas that day, and he's literally the only American on the planet who doesn't know what the fuck he was doing the day Kennedy was shot. What? Like, he's admitted it a number of times. He's like, I can't really recall what I was doing that day. That's what happens when you're rich and white. Hmm. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention to the news. I was having cocktails on a golf course. But yeah, that's not yeah, probably. But that's not yeah, the George. Hat on. That's not the saggy George H.W. we know. No, this because is he's a he from veteran all accounts, head of CIA. Yeah, he's a pretty smart guy for whatever kind of face he might want to put on. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, I was going to say, speaking of Oliver Stone. Oh, one of the movies I, I enjoy from him, but a lesser loved movie is Nixon starring Anthony Hopkins. Oh, yeah. And in that movie, he proposes that Nick. So Nixon's down in Texas and he's being um, uh, schmoozed by all these like rich Texas billionaires or millionaires at the time or whatever. And they're like, how'd you like to be president? He's like, well, I ran for president in 1960 and it didn't work. And he was like, what if we can guarantee you? Kennedy's not so going to be absurd. running in 1964. And he's like, well, how could you do that? And he's like, well, what do you see? I don't know. Oliver Stone's a bit, uh, 
doesn't uh, he's a bit Alex Jonesy and that uh, sources don't always matter to him. It seems. Oh yeah, totally. No, I agree. But he's a filmmaker, whereas Alex, or you're right. Alex Jones says I, he's just a personality, right? I, I'm just thinking Once of that again. Robert Stone documentary or Roger Stone documentary. Oh, did you watch that? Oh uh, yeah, it's amazing. That guy, Isn't it? that it's guy just is so fascinating. Yeah. They have a clip because I didn't know much about Alex Jones. They have a clip in there, and Alex Jones is just screaming and shouting. And then, the, the, and they go, "What did he just say?" He's just like, "They're putting something in the water, and the frogs are all gay." <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's like what it's, is happening? And he gets something crazy, right? Like eighty million. Views I mean, I a feel week. like what what the reason he Alex Jones gets so much mileage because I do not believe that happens every single week on right. his show. So you cherry pick those choice clips where he goes fucking crazy. Like there's a great clip and it's election night and he's there and he's just he's like, that's 776 2.0 we're going to take it back. And like, you know, he's fucking drunk. And this reporter is like, Mr. You know, Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones, ask questions, and you're like, this guy is fucking gone. I think he's. he's just- I think he might be kind of gacked up on all those. Like, they might be over the counter, and they might be quote unquote safe. But those supplement things, you put enough of oh, those yeah. and a combination of those in your <clears throat> system, like you're very volatile and because a lot of them just are like just jacked up with caffeine and shit like unhealthy amounts right and they're all those weird it's like watching all those pharmaceutical commercials it's like this crazy crazy pharmaceutical to treat a symptom of something lipozine you know like it treats like um i have like what the fuck i saw a commercial with uh jennifer aniston and it was about like it's an over it's a prescription drug for a your eyes being dry there's a prescription drug. Splash fucking water in your eyes. There's a prescription drug for short eyelashes called Latisse. <laughs> and it's promoted, speaking by about Angela, I think short it's promoted. Eyelashes. It's promoted by, um, who was young Tony? The girl. Alyssa oh, Milano. Alyssa Milano. I think it might be, I think she might be the spokesperson for Latisse. Eyelash short pills. eyebrows? Short eyelashes? You can't write a jerk. You can't. Jerk practice couldn't come up with such. A, we'd be like, we need a crazy drug. Eyelash That's not pills. crazy enough. You wish. Eyelash pills. Yeah. That's when you bring it. We couldn't come up with eyelash pills. We got to hire the good writers for bad sketch to come up with eyelash pills. <laughs> but no, I think, yeah, like just if you're hopped up on all these odd like supplements and weird drugs and then you're drinking on top of that. Yeah. What's maybe tooting on the weed pipe? Sure. What's the problem with the supplements is that no one really knows. They're not regulated. They're not regulated, right? You don't yeah. know what you're getting. Not like weed over here. Strawberry cushions. What is it called? <laughs> Strawberry raindrops? Strawberry cough. Strawberry cough. It's so much better. It's so much better. Well, that's not It's like eyelash pills. It's not regulated either. You don't know how much THC you're getting. You don't? You have to... Like extracted and put in a chocolate to know, yeah, just raw off the bud weed. You don't know. Yeah, you know oh. what? We should create like a system for testing THC and not. And I'm not talking all you stoners what, my out. Mouth, all dude. you stoners out there, I'm not going to hire you to take a puff of each weed and say how good it is. <laughs> all right, that's not what I'm talking about. And give it to us They're in, all in your good, own man. Their personal they're, scale of they, weediness. 
Yeah, there is a website out there that, as there should be, I guess, but like, I, I, well, no, alcohol is subjective too. I mean, there probably is a website for this, but there's a website that's like, yeah, alcohol is objective. You know what proof it is, what percentage. Oh, okay. So is. weed, it just goes strawberry cough. And then whatever weeder owns this website, it's like, this is a mellow bru- buzz. Right. Made me, you know, hungry, but not too hungry. I give it a six out of seven toots, you know? These are subjective terms <laughs> I don't know you're why. using to describe it, but you could, I suppose. I don't know why I went with seven, but uh, <laughs> scale of seven. seven. Toots. Scale of seven. <laughs> seven out of seven. Seven, 14, 21, 28, 35. 420. Is 420 a divisible of seven? Yes. Is it? Yeah, eventually. If Whoa, man. That's why. Whoa, numerology, man. Are you tooting on the pipe now? Oh, man. 60, I should be. 60 times seven. That sounds like a conversation. They'd be like, wait a minute, dude. Seven divisible <laughs> by 420, man. I've blown my mind. Now I'm going to go eat some popcorn. Um, prefer, preferred snack of the weeder, popcorn. Straight up <laughs> old timey. Uh, Brayberry, what, where were they? Mayberry, popcorn. Oh, yeah, what's that fucking old, old, yeah, the old dude. Randy Williams? Orville Redenbacher. Redenbacher. Redenbacher, giving us all that chemical popcorn for years and years and years. You know the rumor I I spread about him? Three-part Christmas tub you get. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you said, I love it. That's the best beginning to any fucking conversation in the world. Have you heard this rumor I started about... Orville Redenbacher? (laughs) (laughs) Well, all right. I shouldn't say started, but I definitely um, promoted it. You Alex jones did. You were an Alex Jones of the Orville Redenbacher? I I Jones Redenbacher for many (laughs) years. I'm talking 16 years since the day of his death. (laughs) Uh, That he died in a hot tub with a bunch of busty women. I I don't know why where I heard that. Just, I know why it's slanderous because you wouldn't think of old Orville as a philanderer. But then, without researching it, without any uh, proper moral or ethical qualms, I just said, "And what kind of kid? What kind of sixth grader is like? You want to hear some news about Orville Redenbach? I know exactly where you heard it." You heard it whispered to you by the babes from Saved by the Bell as you lick creams off of them in your basement room. <laughs> this reminds me of what Orville did. <laughs> Shut up about Orville. Oh, yeah, my brain is a... We, did we talk about what movie my brain is like? It's like that movie with Jennifer Lopez. The Cell. The Cell. You don't go into my brain. You so wish there was the- a horse dissected in my, in my brain. <laughs> That it's Orville Redenbacher. <laughs> Come on in. No. Is that Orville Redenbacher? <laughs> Why is he in a hot tub with the cast of Saved by the Bell? With boobs for eyes. <laughs> Their boobs out. are impossibly big. As I come out with arms for legs. Welcome. <laughs> you got you got that wig made out of fingers. <laughs> yeah. Wig made out of fingers. Bro- with a wig made out of fingers on top of a jar with a brain in it attached and to a the, stringy gut with legs for the, arms. The longest arms. eyelashes you've ever seen. <laughs> Winking at you. Eyelashes <laughs> on a brain. Latisse? Latisse. I pop them like popcorn. 
Those um, eyelash pills. I don't. You know what? It's the fiftieth episode. It's mm. a special. They're all special. All special. But I feel like we have something real special for this yeah. special. Fifty. Uh, my girl Aaron went up, went ahead, and wrote up a glossary of all the jerk practice terms. A JPG. What? Finally, have- jerk practice glossary. Oh man, that is amazing of her to do. Why would? Is she okay? I don't. I was. I think she, maybe she has mono and a lot of time on her hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's just a fan, and she for her own. You have to have this glossary as you listen. Somebody asked me to do if it. You don't you're... a year ago, and I. <laughs> yeah. I have no. I'm pro priv. Pro. I don't even remember what pro priv stands pro. for. Yeah. Pro 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 pro. <laughs> what is pro priv? Pro priv's not a thing, is it? You just made it. It up. was a thing. You did a hashtag for it. Look it up. What's ProPriv? Is it on there? No, it was it was poor priv. Oh, poor priv. Uh, see. Well, she's not a she's not a pro pro. She Clearly not. She uh, uh, got this for her own sanity. You have to have this list in your mind. Now when you're listening to for you out there, how, you'll uh, have before a key. you get it, how long how long is it? Nineteen pages. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we found the key to one eyed (laughs) Willie. No, it's a. 19 fucking pages. No, it's a page with a cover sheet. The World According to Jerks from Aaron Weaver. Let's hit it. Super fan Aaron Weaver. Clearly. The number one. Sorry, Allison, but. But Allison has shifted. She's done enough episodes to be. Honorary jerk, no? Right, yeah. Yeah. Once Aaron gets on, she'll transition as well. We got we have interesting times ahead of us, potentially. You're for uh, you out there listening, you're either calling it? You're you're calling your shot? For all you out there listening, you're either gonna get very interesting podcasts in the next month with fun new combinations or none. (laughs) 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 So I'm calling two shots. We stand behind. First, no, you know what? For sure, and I'm not going to spoil it, but you guys are going to get a sweet, sweet treat. I'll tell you guys off air. But look within the next month for a very sweet out there episode. Callie back. Uh, uh, not a lost episode. Not a not a jerk practice. It's a it's a pull back mix up. Uh, you guys know what it is, but you don't because I can see your faces. But. <laughs> Hit us with some terminology, some Germanology. No, it doesn't work. <laughs> I tried to get as many of these. Ter- we got a lot of these in on this episode. Boshed means technical difficulties generally at the hands of Elon fucking Musk. Angela. Angela Add Angela. Now. Type Angela on that list. Is that enabled for <laughs> editing? We added a few. <laughs> we can do this live. We and can update it on our own now. Angela's we can update one. Angela's kind of a, the same as being put on the list or listed. Sure. A list of people who have crossed Dr. Toilet, Vitamin C, and or H-bomb. Yeah, oh, yeah. You don't want to be on that list. If you're on the list, I took Matt. somebody off recently. Tom Cruise. Might be on it, though. I haven't seen The Mummy. I was going to ask you if you saw The Mummy. Is that why he's off? <laughs> I haven't seen a movie lately. Wonder Woman. Did you see that? sorry for Did him? we already talk about not it? Not yet. Did you see it or no? I haven't, no, I haven't seen it yet. I, I heard it's pretty good. I have a, I have a rant on comic book movies to do 
at some point, but yes. Oh, I thought now. he was going to put a rant on people getting upset about women only viewings. I'm sure that's right. Rantable, <laughs> but everyone's heard that shit. That's, of course, nothing more to say on that. Uh, Dom, the creator of the simulator where humans live, he resides in his mother's basement. True. Bist term, an industry term used for the jerk practice podcast. See, I forgot all about Bist. Bist term. That, <laughs> Speaking that's of that's how uh, a lot of the I was gonna say that's how a lot of these go. They get used for a few episodes and then we have it where we do a double episode and we have time off and then they all just go away. <laughs> yeah, retention is not our strong suit. Yeah, it's been a while. But now we're bringing Bist. them back, baby. I'm I'm looking over Henny's shoulder and I'm sorry, Aaron, but I see a uh, uh, I gotta tell you, I see a flaw in a definition over here. Uh oh. Let me get to it. He knows. See, I'm right. Henny knows. <laughs> Don't blame him. Day, I'm not sure if this is it, but day drinking or day making is the, the term for day drinking where delightful hijinks ensue. I'll allow that one. That's not the one I'm referring to. Is I would say day making doesn't have to involve doesn't have drinking. Doesn't have to involve drinking, yes. Yeah, but. She's correct, and that's where the term was created, the, as, yes, as all true, great yeah. things happen. Poems by Dylan Thomas and words by Drunken Hans. <laughs> okay, now the difference between fat whites and double F fat whites. I always get this. I always have trouble. Oh, I didn't but... see the two in tandem. All right, I, retra- I redact what I said, Aaron. Fat whites, single F, trashy white people. Yep. Double F fat whites, the rich white people in charge. I'll allow yeah. it. I had only seen fat whites. And and that was incorrect? No, Trash. fat whites is correct, but it's only correct if you... Uh, it's only correct since double F fats is also on the list. You gotta have the two. Because I've used them interchangeably. My uh, It's bad on my part. Is, was double F fat whites just an even trashier fat white? No, At double F fats were the rich fats. You can also put number two for fat whites, the, our 90s white guy f- rap group. The, <laughs> the fat whites, right. Oh, yeah, the fat whites. That's where it came from. Vers- versus the black bundies. Fat whites versus black bundies. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. That's like, <laughs> who wins in that gray rainy fight? I don't want to go there because we're sure to, sure to start a German Day parade. Next. saying when someone is letting his or her racist flag fly. Oh, yeah. Accurate. Makes it sound dirty. Makes it sound <laughs> German Day Parade is really a, a a whitewash, if you will, no pun intended, of that uh, definition. You mean it in reality? It's a lot worse. Well, no, it's not because it's us, and again, no one deserves a our respect. Ger- a real German Day Parade is a little is more serious than just us saying German Day. You know, I think even. Was he say? Are the, is that a real thing? Do they have German Day parades? Where'd it come from? South Dakota, Watertown, German right? Day parade. I assume so. I the terminology it, it 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 could also be interchanged with Nazi march. Sure, right. Some some neo Nazis get together and have a parade. I thought that was happening in Watertown though. And that's uh, where, that's German where it came from. Day. My dad puts out a German flag on Fourth of July. <laughs> I'm just laughing like. Now I feel, you know, like we use it in the terms like Henning is thinking, like Nazi skinheads marching, whereas an actual German Day Parade is like oompa bands and like old men with mustaches and sausages. Beers and boots. (laughs) I'm sure they have German Day. 
I'm, I mean, I'm sure they have parades in German, knee, but I don't know if they have, like, America's the only place that's like, it's America. No, probably not. What's German Independence Day? <laughs> Is there uh, one, or did they just start at all? It's the Reunification Day, that's somewhat important. Annexing Prussia Day. We were always, we were always the oppressors, not the, not the oppressed that needed to fight for independence. Germany got hit. Austria-Hungary really <laughs> clenched their fist. Yeah, when did Germany officially unify into Germany? It's when they took over Prussia and it was. Yeah, but we um, didn't really need independence from any anyone, right? We were Prussia before. Now we're that's true. Just this other empire. What about that Thirty Years' War, man? Is that involved? They involved in that? Is that a medieval one? Might be. Somebody got flagellated. Somebody got defenestrated. <laughs> Means thrown out a window. Mm-hmm. That on the list, but I didn't create it. <laughs> yeah, that, it's, that's on the official list. I'm the just, dictionary. I'm just taking credit for it. <laughs> yeah, I wonder one of these will be in the ditch. <laughs> the ditch. <laughs> Can you imagine the poor dictionary? John Hodgman has a podcast, writer, personality, comedian, uh, and uh, a podcast called, um, oh shit, um, Judge John Hodgman. Judge John Hodgman. Um, and he has a guest oftentimes when there's a dispute, a pedantic dispute over a word or a definition <laughs> of something. Oh, and he loves to get into it. He loves to get into it, but he also has a guest who writes for the Ox. Uh, What's the what's not the the Webster Merriam dictionary Merriam Webster, and she will clarify things, and she also might awesome. have some pull to get Sagment in there, or <laughs> or if Hodgman ever comes up with a yeah quotable new word, term. I dare him. I dare to put one of these on on notice warning before being added to the list. We can give a like a preangela preanged preanged. <laughs> See, now it's just going to evolve into, that's our problem. It just, it keeps going. We don't ever stop. It's never good enough. This will never be complete. (laughs) Sorry, Aaron. Raspberry. We should, we should make end of this episode, or maybe we'll put it a line in the sand. There will be, we'll, we'll revise the list, but we should try to adhere as much as we can to to the official jerk practice ditch. Okay. Okay. All right. Not try and move these, uh, the meanings of. Not to, not try to involve evolve the meetings into some something else. Not let it slip. So you you're basically saying take ninety nine percent of Hans's repertoire li- away. <laughs> I'm words, definitely shackling you. In other words, the list isn't complete, but we we can add to it. But of these lists of these words that are now in the ditch, we can't mess with them anymore. You can't They're say something like I'm going to the land of Sacramento, and then get into a segment. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, where are you from? Sagmento, Stonerfornia? <laughs> Can't have fun anymore with this. Uh, maybe that maybe that won't ever happen. I was just I was just putting it out there cuz you said pre you said preanged and I was like that sounds funny. I'm definitely going to say preanged and then it's going to be like what the fuck does he mean? Go to the ditch, bro. Official jerk jerkium. I, I like I like preangelid and preanged though. Preanged we is already, good. We just came up with it at the beginning of this episode, and now it's we're already tweaking it. Preanged is what it's like before you're exposed in the shower by another member of jerk practice. A <laughs> metaphorical shower. <laughs> About to get called out. That's a preanged. <laughs> preanged. Then what's a, what's the full Angela? 
The full That's Angela the call out when you you're you're on you're on you're on listed. You're on the list. you when no you're Angela, first name. that's what you. It's like wearing a scarlet letter. If you're on the list, <laughs> you're full you're Angela. Mm-hmm. And you have to wear. How do you get off the list? The red A forever. Mona blowjob. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, gross! You throw up, you oh, throw I can already hear the the sentences that'll drive people crazy in years to come. Tom Cruise is really going to need to give Hans a Mona blowjob <laughs> if he wants to lose the full Ange. Uh, you got to throw Mona a bona if you want to get off. <laughs> throw uh, Mona a bona. So many people threw Mona bonas. <laughs> They're trying to get off the list. I wonder what's Mona's real name. The actor. The what is the, the actor that played Mona? I don't know. I'll look for you while Henning continues. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Case. Raspberry, obviously, a part is yeah that existed before but with us it has special meaning for discussions related to trump reserved for trump. impeach impeach <laughs> peach <laughs> peach imp imp good good that's going on the list angela trump it's like such a raspberry segment is our with an a segments of in-depth nerdery that's harsh but i'll take it Come on, yeah. If nerdery is put in a cool... Or, or geekery. If nerdery yeah. is put in a fun uh, Angela Friedlander way, fine. Isn't that his name? Judah Friedlander? Yeah. German Day! He's a German leader, right? Friedlander? Is that German? <laughs> is that Slavic? Is. He's very, very famously Jewish, though. Is he really? Judah. Famously? I didn't know he was Jewish. Yeah. You think... You think he's? Yeah, maybe that's his, that's just his character on Thirty Rock. I thought he was. I, I thought he was famously slobbish. <laughs> slobbish or Slavic? S- both. I, I've said both in the last sixty seconds, but I'm going with slobbish. Slobbish. He's in the bist as a slobbish. You guys gave me a term that we we haven't said it much on the podcast, but I'm just brought to mind the term schlub, just for a, a slobby guy. Dirty schlub. I use yeah. it all the time now. It's just the perfect word for that. Fat, yeah, that schlub. Yeah, schlub. It works. It, it's a word you can chew on. Like it's like smells like something you can chew on. Good comedy word. Schlub. It leave it leaves your mouth the way that person looks. You're like schlub. Exactly. Yeah. Scumbagged. Having ideas and or sketches stolen. That's the truth. Truther. Truther. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> But that's not, I feel like scumbag has a much broader meaning. I fe- just anyone ask, treating us badly or anyone being a scumbag. I feel like we get to take credit for scumbag as a verb. Right. You scumbag me? Sure. Or, and, that, and that means specifically someone not having sketches stolen, just that, but anyone giving you a, you know, paying too much for your Snapple at the bodega. Snapple? Jack, you. Interesting. Mm. Did you get burned on a Snapple recently? <laughs> no. Just what didn't. Uh, I'm just so, Who scumbagged you at the. Hans got scumbagged on his Tic Tac prices. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tic Tac prices scumbagged me, but spe- I'm glad you brought up Snapple. Nobody's <laughs> talked about it in a while. Snapple was way too hot for way too long. Mm. And you know what else? New Yorkers, go fuck yourself with. Gotta have my Snapple. Have a different juice. If you, you, there are too many people are too attached to Snapple. 
All right. And they think it's a New York thing because I think it was maybe New York. Maybe it is a New York thing. Is it a New York thing? That's what I remember. Like Snapple. Snapples and Subway, Subway sandwiches, the restaurant. Like I was like, that's so New York. We have it here in Watertown. It's amazing. <laughs> I, re- I remember. Do you remember the wallpaper in the subway? Uh, that was the subway map. Yeah. But it was very, it was like, I think it's inaccurate. It had like the schematics for the pneumatic tube system and shit on it. Yeah. Scumbagged. Subwayed. That's when you get old butthole touched. You don't hear as much <laughs> about New Yorkers don't really claim Subway as much anymore. So. Oh, far from it. Tell a New Yorker you got a Subway sandwich sometime. You'll see the... Like the the what what do you call it when somebody's a little too high and mighty for a guy that eats dirty bodega meat? <laughs> you getting high roaded on your subway sandwich choices? I, I've gotten it a few times. Like I can't believe you eat a subway sandwich. Right, you were eating. Let's go back to Jersey. Boar's head floors meat. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you ain't better than me. Right, soft Ernie. Soft Ernie, a person with questionable intelligence. Who possibly has girls' panties in a toolbox? Ooh, deep, deep cut. Oh yeah, rich. That's I'm... a rich. I don't like the word "rich" in panties in the same minute, but uh, <laughs> rich in panties. Rich panties. What you He's know? What, you know character, but rich in panties. You know what rich panties are a term for? That's what like uh, the scumbag best friend says to like two kids that are kind of on the skids. Maybe two. Um, what are they called? Uh, outsiders. When like one going, of, like one of the outsiders hooks up or potentially is going to hook up with a rich sosh girl, he's like, mm-hmm. "Uh oh, somebody's got it for some rich panties." God, I love how you start these like this is the that old chestnut, the old rich panties, and then you just talk and it's not even true. <laughs> no, I'm not saying, but it takes true. out a life of its own, and it like I'm like, oh yeah, that would have happened in the Outsiders. Trying to Jones it. I'm into like, existence. did it happen in the Outsiders? I bet it happened in the fifties. You know, a couple <laughs> scumbag kids that just got out of the Marines or something, looking for some rich panties. Hey, somebody's hunting for some rich panties. <laughs> Get out of here, Steve. Go back to your cave, Steve. He stays in the cave too. Him and count old... to fifty and fives for me, Steve. <laughs> you got a guy counting to five. You got a guy saying words like rich panties and <laughs> hot briefs, <laughs> money briefs. Get over here. That's what like uh yeah. That's what that's what like a gold digger says. I got me a set of money briefs. <laughs> so soft Ernie is in reference to Ernie Hudson, and I forgot what movie. Hand, hand, that, rocks hand that rocks cradle. Okay, just putting that down for the official glossary. A fish glass. Official. The fish sticks glass? Fish sticks. Spicy, exclaimed after someone has said something unsavory. I haven't said it once. Haven't said the word spicy once until just now. Not this episode. It's been a clean ep. Other than that part, but I got bashed. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) Jamaica. (laughs) Didn't you call someone a chimp? I said chim, or at least that's what you heard. So I'm going to edit off the P. And it was totally unrelated again, by the way. it was I forget what it was in context to, but just in the same way, the banana remark can be taken wholly wrong. 
banana <laughs> remark. <laughs> oh, that's another variation on spicy. Oh, banana remark. It sounds like Banana Republic. Uh-oh, somebody's waging a banana remark. <laughs> bananas over there? Somebody's bananas. Yeah, I don't like any of it. That all those all those references, that old if you will chestnut of dirty I guess it was probably everywhere. Not just I, I bet it's an American thing, but god, that you look at those old political cartoons, even of like Abraham Lincoln, and they made him look mm-hmm. like a an ape or something. You see all those and not that long oh, ago. Yeah. Do you see like political cartoons like that referencing um black people as monkeys and shit? It's awful. Obviously it's awful. I don't know. I just but like <laughs> even talking about it, it's one of those things that's awful that even talking about it to explain it, like that that's a thing that happened, probably still does happen on on InfoWars or something. It's like Oh, uh, you're to, just like Megan Kelly, you're bringing it back. It's hard to it's hard it feels it feels hard coming out of your mouth. It's like saying the F word now. Whereas to be honest, when we were growing up in South Dakota, like that word was flung around in classrooms. Oh, I see. I thought I was like, you don't say fuck. No, no, no. The the old F double didge. Me and Warren G and F to the double didge regulators. You mean the bundle of sticks? I had so, you know what somebody told me. So we're obviously talking about the derogatory term for homosexual. <laughs> and that made it sound awful. Everything's awful. I'm in a, I'm in that mode. I'm in that mode where everything comes out of my mouth is it can be construed or there's no need to construe spice, it because it's already spicy, there. Spicy, spicy, spicy. Um, not going to say it, but yeah. Yeah. It's, He's uh, not going to admit to it himself. It's, uh, somebody was explaining to me that that term comes from like a grossy extended boil that was often seen on people's necks in a certain, like in the 1700s. And I was like, I don't think that's a thing. I think that's a new one. You're created. But sure enough, oh, that they're they're attaching that to the definition of of faggot. That yeah, it's a boil. Yeah. So and then what? looked it up, and you can look up. That's what's great about speaking of dictionaries, the Oxford Dictionary, which you kind you have to pay for a subscription to it if you want all access to it online, or pay for the print version, which is very expensive and very large, but very cool. Um, you get the word, the definition. Multiple definitions, but also the first time it was ever used in print, mm, the, the first time it was ever potentially spoken, the first the etymology. Yeah. Um, and so that one was there. Somebody used it, but it was somebody like us who had no, like, was just like, I don't have another word. I guess that's what we're going to call a boil. <laughs> like, just pull it out of thin air. Right? right? Have you ever heard that one? No. Yeah, me neither. Never heard it. Is it even? You heard it here first, <laughs> folks. Happy you got a nice Wednesday. F double double dig on your neck, F double dig. F to the double dig. Does it even? Uh, no, no, not gonna. Hanning doesn't want to partake, even though we're taking it down a peg. I don't want to poke the boil. Don't poke the boil, man. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Don't stir the stew or poke the boil, because <laughs> you don't want to know what's coming to the surface. It's gonna be <laughs> spicy. <laughs> Last term, and this must be the one that was wrong because I didn't hear you speak up on any of the other ones. Trademark. No, no, no. I was talking about fat whites without seeing oh, that double yeah. F fats was underneath it. Just trademarked. And I retracted it. 
Yes, he does. Redacted? Retracted? Both. Both, both work. Retracted, then didacted. Didacted, trademarked. <laughs> Say trademarked after a great idea to register it, obviously, as legal. You own that now. Bad sketch. Trademarked. Thank you. Thank you, Aaron. I forgot to trademark that. Civil War versus Revolutionary War hats. Civ versus Rev. Hat hat cartoon thing that we haven't named yet. Trademarked. Doesn't that sound like a show on the History Channel, though, by the way? (laughs) Like, which war would win? (laughs) Actually, yes. I do like the idea of wars. (laughs) Wars themselves fighting. As we talk about it, there is a sect of military history that says, and I've heard this on Dan Carlin, who has a podcast called Hardcore History. If you're into history, download it. But have some time on your hands because it's in depth. But he, military history will go, will the German army from World War One could they have potentially defeated the uh, allies from World War Two? And then they take into account all the technology, the numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, ideologies, all this stuff. I guess it, it, that's all very, very subjective, but it is a thing that exists. How's that even? Yeah, competition though. I mean, they had World War Two. They had planes and bombs and shit. Well, if they, if you even the playing field, it's like the rebel army was f- far smaller than the Union. But had they had even the same like guns, carbines, they would have won the Civil War. Because they were just better okay. well, that's soldiers. That's more interesting than just the soldiers from that time versus the soldiers at this time. That that's. But I feel like you have to take that into account, like the soldier, the type of soldier you had for the German army in World War One. Were they, be- you know, like I mean, you can't really c- compare them if they got because the German army in World War One was the greatest <laughs> army on the planet. That's what I've heard. Yeah. And had they had the technology that the, the Germans had in World War Two, they would have easily had won World War One. Okay, yeah, that's more. That's interesting. They were better soldiers all around than They're the Nazis tra- were. Trained, right? Yeah, but they all died, so they lost a generate two generations of like the most. Same with the South; they lost generations of the greatest soldiers they had. They lost some dumbs too, though. They lost some peanut oh, yeah. eaters. I'll tell you that. <laughs> that that's a, just a term for a bad spicy rebel soldier. That's not a spicy, not a spicy peanut. That's oh, <laughs> speaking of speaking of spicy, Pepsi Spice. What? No, it's called Pepsi Fire. Ugh. Pepsi. What does it taste like? A hot tamale? Cinnamon. You got it. It's cinnamon flavored Pepsi. Ugh. Nasty. Just Yuck. An atomic fireball melted in it, dissolved in. I've it. probably had a Pepsi with an atomic fireball in it. it sounds like something. Oh, that, I get it. I, in junior high. So. That makes sense. It's because there's that 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 faux whiskey called Fireball that just tastes like exactly cinnamon. People love. So they're it. like, well, this is for people who don't can't drink. It tastes the fucking same. Yeah, it has a little burn on the go down, and that Fireball shit is really popular, but it's really gnarly. It's very syrupy sweet. But I mean, oh yeah, that you're trying to get that fucking booze down, man. Syrup and sweet it, and you're ready to it, treat it. Just talking to people in bars, like whoever created Fireball is a genius because yeah. they saw a niche and they were like, "Oh, we can." Basically, they were just trying to compete with Jägermeister at like towny bars, right? So they went, "Well, Jägermeister's not whiskey. Whiskey's popular. Let's make something that we can call whiskey, but it's just like 
sassy fire. Yeah, I mean, well, and they took that from people's love of a certain kind of candy. So what's a candy that's not been liquorized yet? Let's do it. And then we have the hottest new liquor. What about a Jolly Joe? And I think, by the way, Jolly Joe might be spicy. I'm not sure, but Mike and I... Is that one? Yeah. You think? It has a a character of an African-American on it. No. It does. Haven't you seen it? Uh, not in a it's long so spicy. time. Super spicy. Never heard of this. No, I don't. You know. never had like a Jolly it. Joe? No. It just tastes like jelly. It does, like grape jelly. You never Jolly Joe is that a Midwest thing? Yeah. Probably. Is it? Because it was what Mike and Ike's Jolly Joes were all just grape. All grape. Hard. There was the hot tamale, which is all cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Then they had uh, cherry and bub. Cherry and bubs were so good. Because it was just a cherry pill or the bubblegum tasting pill. Cherry and bubs. <laughs> you could probably rock a cherry and bub flavored booze. I suppose you can't. That's why you don't have like a Snickers cream liqueur because they're like, you cannot market a specific candy bar that you Cause market to kids. Because it doesn't taste good. It you, won't taste like. That's the thing. If you want a Snickers liqueur, it will not taste anything like a Snickers. But I'm saying, why wouldn't Jolly Rancher come out with a line of vodkas? Because somebody's probably stopping them from doing it, right? Because of the... Probably. I I don't know if you guys heard... This wasn't a thing. Maybe you knew it. I guess they reissued Zima for a short time. I've heard people talking about it. And the joke they keep saying is like, I didn't have a Jolly Rancher. Sure could have used a Jolly Rancher. So I guess that people would take Jolly Ranchers and put them in a Zima, Mm -hmm. and it would melt the Zima and turn it into Jolly Rancher booze? Sure. Why not? Like Jolly Rancher? They they make jelly beans out of anything. Why wouldn't they make Jolly Rancher wine coolers? Starburst Mm -hmm. wine coolers. Kids would buy that. Well, do you mean? Right? Not that kids should buy booze, but I'm just saying you, if they could, they would, right? Because it's all you're about You're talking money. about turning the candy into drinks? They have those grossy jelly beans? I want fart. I want shots of fart. Chocolate fart drink? There it's you just go. fart shots. There's your market. Because who doesn't like to have a good time when you're drinking? So you you go, let's have a round of shots. You go behind your own Someone bar. Someone gets the farter. You, you pour a bunch of tequilas. You go, mm, oh, no, okay. no, Gary, this one's yours. Snot. you're already trying to suck down a fiery liquor but it tastes like vomit already oh god it made me so sick (laughs) the best thing in the world that's such a great idea though gag booze i'm gonna make i'm gonna make my artisanal gag booze no pun intended gag booze trademarked trademarked that's a good one that goes up with who farted gas mask gag booze (laughs) spencer's gifts sell liquor they have to, every Spencer's Gifts will now have to get a liquor license for gag booze. Can you imagine like us, like we'd all have to put on the plaid suit coats and fat ties and go around like we're condom, yes. condom salesmen to the bars. Hey, you know what this bar is missing? Some gag booze. A little bit of all fire. you got to do Look at our get, line. Just, of, here's poop. <laughs> it's just, you just steal that fucking jelly bean idea. Yeah. You just get a bunch of the little like airplane sized bottles. Uh-huh. One's vodka. One's toe jam. <laughs> then you got farts and you got whiskey, tequila and snot. 
Come. And then you just mix them up, and then everybody does shots, and it's just the growth gag. <laughs> you got gagged. <laughs> it's like jingle jugs. No, it's not like jingle jugs. I'm trying to think. What's jingle jugs? Just, this is something Meg and I got. It, we got it on a discount rack at a Ricky's right after Christmas. Got it for my dad, and it was just like you know, like those um, Billy bass that you mount on the wall. But it was just mm-hmm. a woman's cut torso at the waist and at the neck with a big old set of boobs. And you press a button and it sings Jingle Bells. And then the boobs go left and right, up and down. Jingle <laughs> Bells, Jingle Bells. Oh, and I think the nipples light up. Jingle Jugs. We got it for jingle like 19 jugs. cents. And they had hundreds of them. Wow. Ooh, that one didn't make money? It Fuck. didn't. I'm just surprised, right? Who doesn't want a nice... That would... That people aren't, you yeah, know, this bar needs people weren't in the uh, jingle jugs in the Christmas spirit, I guess. The the jovial gag booze spirit. I'm going gag booze. We just got to buy a bunch of boxes of those things, throw them in a little like <laughs> dissolve a bunch of vodka, <laughs> dissolve I, them down. I was just thinking we need to get a vat of moonshine, start distilling our liquor, and then then hire some unseemlies to fart in it <laughs> day and night. <laughs> Just fart over it for a week. <laughs> We've had nothing but organic bean farts in our. <laughs> we had it, and this has to. This is an early trademark we had. I don't remember if you were we talking about. I think we were, and it was getting whiskey, but it was getting sexy babes to to dunk their their <laughs> jolly jugs into them. So it was like that's right, bosom aged whiskeys. <laughs> Yeah, and that shit would still sell. These have been, uh, it might, you know what? I remember this was over 10 years ago. We came up with this idea just in the past decade. That might be too spicy now. Would they do it like you'd have to have ball dipped gin? Well, we could do ball dipped. You got, you got your bottle of Nancy, and it's Nancy has suspended her luscious (laughs) Carrigan's whiskey. And you Ooh. get a picture of the babe on the back. Yes, your That's special whose bosom babe. has graced your your aged whiskey, frat house, or your we got to put on taint. those put on those plaid jackets and hit Delta, you know, Delta Row. Or hey, it's you the know what you're old, missing, dudes. Old Hansi Mantate as watches Terry squats his balls and the tip of his butt cheeks into your <laughs> fine aged tequila, <laughs> butt cheek tipped tequila. <laughs> Maybe some dong tip too, if you're lucky. <laughs> that would burn. You gotta hire that. You gotta pay that uh, unseemly extra. I think but there would be just, a sanitation. It's just the same guy. I don't think we would. I, now that I'm thinking this more through, I think there might be a. We might have to have the biohazard label on that. No, that's buyer. Be, buyer beware. Drink at your own <laughs> risk, buddy. Oh man, it's a also little... alcohol. It's it's an it, it's you know sanitizes. Well, not if it's a cordial. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> Our boysenberry dick and balls cordial. <laughs> Dong dipped cream sherry. <laughs> <laughs> Dong dipped cream. Gross. Uh, creamed sherry. <laughs> Thanks to Sherry. <laughs> Our creamer. <laughs> gross. Oh my god! I want to wash my own mouth out with, with dish soap. Ugh. I hate when people say creamed. It's like you with you with crave, Henning. 
like I almost, I think I purposely didn't look at, we were, Meg and I were looking at cars and I purposely didn't look at the Honda CRV mm. because of what Crave does to a man. Mm-hmm. I don't like the, I don't like it by proxy now. Crave, I saw a Crave through recently. Uh, fucking White Castle. White Castle, Crave through. Bring your Crave through. Mm. There was, a, I thought that era was over, but. Crave is still in, not. man. Although White Castles, I feel, are less prevalent. They might be going the way of the dodo. They're actually, it's so funny you say that on the the main strip by us. It's called High Street. Where we live, that's where all the bars and cool restaurants are. And they're building a new high rise on one of these lots. And one of the biggest selling points is one of those like little promenade shops. Like you'd see a, a Chipotle giant White Castle. And people are fucking uh, going crazy. Bet, it's not yeah. open yet, but it's mm-hmm. talk of the town, sir. Oh, is it a is it a sit down restaurant where you can get a ten dollar burger for five? Oh, it's a sit down. Did you know that I saw a McDonald's commercial recently? Table service now. McDonald's <laughs> offers table service <laughs> and gag booze and gag booze. Oh, that's a gag life. <laughs> <laughs> If you're sitting, if you're going for a nice table service. Although, did did Burger King have table service for a minute with the little number in Watertown? We'll bring our, uh, we'll bring your tray to you. Hardee's. Hardee's had table service, technically. The Hardee's in that little hub outside of Minneapolis had the table numbers. Mm-hmm. They'd bring you oh, your, your big those bur- burgers. Burger were so full of snotty mayonnaise and bacon. They wanted those, to look you in the eye before you What were they called? It. Monster burgers? Monster roast beefs? Yeah. They were delicious, but they were really, they're really bad for you. Your soul. They're bad for your soul. That, mm-hmm. that restaurant is bad. You go in there, you see two, well, I don't want to judge people. You know, you know what? It's not a bad thing. Nothing beats going into a, there's an old school class of people that they get retired. They don't stay at home and watch the tube. They hit up a McDonald's. They hit up a Hardee's. They hit up a Burger King. They get their corner booth with their fellas, drink black coffee all day. It's true. It is like a, yeah, like get a hangout. Single newspaper. Now with table service. Now with table service, they might have to, they might get hustled out. Your bill, gentlemen. <laughs> 59 cents. <laughs> Keep it. Keep the change. You didn't pay me. Run. Yeah, McDonald's must be hurting. They've been skin flinting. At work, I've seen like all the commercials. Like they're really hustling that coffee. They're like any size coffee, just a dollar. Any size beverage. Any size beverage. That's too much. Too much soda. Like that big of a cup. Like the ice melts. It's not even tasty anymore. Yeah, you don't want the ice to melt. You got to go no ice. Ugh. Then it's like tepid sugar water. Well, what's the point of it? It's not. Ref- it's never intended to be refreshing. Although I was there, uh, yeah. I guess you 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 lose either way. I guess you get ice and you drink it real fast. Throw yeah, an atomic fireball saying, in there for the hot and cold. Totally. Throw a couple peanuts in the bottom of that Coke bottle. Oh yeah. Make it a halfway to a Snickers Coke. Snickers Snickers flavored Coke. Oh, it's it's time, time, sir. Oh, remember those chocolate cherry cokes that uh, our roommate Tyler used to make? Oh shit, yeah. It was like a, a Hershey. Remember those cans of Hershey syrup? I bet they don't even make it like that anymore. Like a little soup can full of Hershey's uh-huh. chocolate syrup. You 
you know, yep. spice that open, pour that in, pour some Coke in, and then I think it's probably just grenadine or something, or maybe the cherry syrup from a maraschino jar. Cherry chocolate Coke. I think Coke. it was grenadine. No, it was grenadine. Pretty sweet. Pretty delish, though. Oh, boy, it was that sweet. <laughs> I remember I was speaking of that. There was a day where you and I, so Casey, we've we've long talked on this podcast of how we've subsisted, like we've stayed alive, like functioning as biological humans. Um, what am I trying to say? Because we had food to eat from our jobs because oh, we would yes, take yes. from them. And when Casey and I worked at a Starbucks, <laughs> so Starbucks touts itself as this and that, uh, organic, friendly, whatever, uh, above the board. But their treats are very oh, high and caloric, and you can buy like a little—I don't know—a cranberry bliss bar. Let's say that was a right. Version back of it. they were like little slivers of like cheesecake or brownie, right? Like a layered brownie. It's just dainty little sliver. <laughs> but the just that little sliver had like 500 calories. And I remember one day Casey and I brought home a tray of like double fudge Starbucks brownies. Oh, and day we just, old. Oh. Yeah. And we just ate the whole tray, and our our roommate Tyler at the time saw like the empty wrapper and like because he saw us bring it home, put it in the fridge. He left for an hour, and then he came back and saw <laughs> the entire tray wrapper in the garbage. And he, to shame us, dug. He's the one digging in the garbage for shame. To shame us, dug the wrapper <laughs> out of the garbage and just said, "You guys just ate ninety thousand calories." <laughs> And we're sucking up. We got chocolate around our mouth, sucking on cherry. He's and those are my cherry chocolate Coke fixings. By the way, we didn't have Coke, so we used water. The cherry chocolate in our water. You were talking about that Hershey's can, and I do remember a few of like summer days being, you know, mom and dad dropping me and my brothers off at the neighbor lady who like watched the who was like chose to watch everybody's kids for the summer. And there was just one hot day. It would, we were like, let's, we want a snack. So we didn't ask. So they raided the cupboard, got a loaf of white bread, cracked that Hershey, just Hershey white bread sandwiches. Woo! That's incredible. That sounds like oh, a me. Instead of that me is a single F fat. And I was like, I don't like doing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, there's certain I mean, substances like that feel but- wrong on bread. And I, it liquid me- canned chocolate is one of them. <laughs> yeah, liquid canned chocolate. We've already talked about blueberry pie filling. <laughs> Maple <laughs> syrup is questionable on toast. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, butter and jelly is a good combination. Uh, you shouldn't have fart too, jelly beans. too much pizza sauce on any English muffin. Is you got to limit yourself there. <laughs> we, had, uh, we went to a uh, growing up. When we would go to a Sam's Club, for those of you that don't know it, it's like a Costco, Walmart's version of a Costco, maybe. You'd have to have a membership. And uh, we would buy 50-pound bags. I think 50-pound bags. (laughs) 50-pound's generous. Let's say two-pound bags of pepperoni. Mm -hmm. And we would just have two-pound bag of pepperoni for a year to just throw on. So you would just... Like it was a condiment, open up a can of pizza sauce, spread it on white bread, some pepperonis, slice of craft cheese, close that up, and you got pizza sandwich. <laughs> don't eat don't eat it up. Why would you dare? Pizza on the no run. Toast. 
No, you wouldn't Man. toast it. Take too much time. <laughs> I used to eat. I used to take my mom's bread baking dish, which is like um, a loaf sized dish, pretty deep. It looks like a loaf of bread. What I used to do is I used to put a stick of butter in it, half a pound of ground beef, a potato, a couple <laughs> carrots, and then the topper, a little salt and pepper. But the topper be about a good two tablespoons of, li- <laughs> of liquid. <laughs> Liquid smoke. And you just, <laughs> just put that baby in the oven. You got good eats. That's I've been a hobo my whole life. You have been. You couldn't get away from that is like a little hobo bindle fire. It's a hobo treat. hobo trick. It's just like taking uh taking a little uh ground dill and putting it in uh sour cream, dipping your Fritos in it. Homemade ranch. Homemade ranch. That's all it is. Oh, that's all it is. Add some hot sauce and you got homemade ranch fire. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, food practices were not. Uh, I used to, like, because we'd get those big bags of Costco stuff. We're running. Are we going to two-parter this? I guess. Are we two-partering it? just keep going. Might yeah. as well. I got 30 minutes left on this. Memory card. We're going. Let's go. You're 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 being let in behind the curtains. I might edit it. I won't, but I might. Jerk practice. Jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, there was episode fifty. Uh, trick. No treat. Treat next week. Um, you got pre-anged, and that's a good thing. So there it was, episode 50. What a milestone that's not a milestone. By the way, you know what's coming. Can you throw us Monas, a couple of your bonas, and uh, hit our Facebook page, at Jerk Practice Pod. Oh, man. On, <laughs> oh, man. On iTunes, please, 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 if you like the podcast, and only if you like it, but even if you don't, subscribe to the podcast, download some episodes, uh, it is so helpful to help to make to to show other people the light, the uh, pre-ange light, and um, Meg ruined. I'm keeping it, but I'm not. But I might. Um, uh, it helps people find the podcast, right? And uh, when more people listen, more people can say things like pre-anged and schlubbed and scumbagged. And by the way, I just want to throw throw a thank you to. To Aaron for putting up an amazing, amazing gloss, amazing jerk practice dicksh. Uh, very appreciative to that. And um, what else? Yeah, subscribe, rate, review, ramble. That's me. And uh, that's about it. Without further ado, I give you. Oh, I give you. It's just like my favorite. Nights are long.